Couch Bros. We are back, baby. Episode 29. I'm your host, Gabe Diaz. What's up, what's up? With me, I have Jamie. Say what's up to the people. Yo, my tummy is so full of golden Oreos. <laughs> Dude. Crazy, you and your Oreos, bro. It's some unsweet almond milk. You're always bringing, like, new Oreos to my attention. Yo, I have you had the Lady that. Gaga Oreos? You gave me the Lady Gaga Oreos, right? I didn't try it. I, I took really. a picture of it and posted it and asked if anybody had ever seen such something so horrible <laughs> as that. But no, I didn't try it. You said it was pretty pretty shitty, right? It's ass. Yeah, ass. Yeah. But also with me, we have our other co-host, Carrie. Say what's up to the people. Hey, I'm Carrie. I'm Asian. And I, this past week, I got confirmed allergic to rice. What? My no. Asian card has been revoked. No, yes. you have not. You dropping this bomb on the podcast right yeah, now? He has not. You know what? You know what the core ingredient in Zing bars is, Jamie? No, rice, rice protein. No, rice protein concentrate. Yeah, but like, do you have any? Do you have any adverse reactions? Or just because you were allergic, maybe it's not that bad. You've been eating Zing bars every day your entire life. It so was like, like uh, damn. Yeah, it, no, it, it you don't understand. Up. So, so how how it works is that uh. My allergies create the ulcers, and then the ulcers allow for the food to get into my bloodstream, and then I become allergic to the food that I'm eating. Uh, Carrie, list off a couple things for our listeners, bro. Let's talk about things that you're allergic to. There's um, a couple things, bro. Joy, happiness, Gordo. Um, that makes that makes him sound like a good thing. Fuck Daddy. Like uh, um, but uh, yeah, so you think it sounds like those are treats that you just can't have. Goddamn it! Like a bite of sweet ass Gordo. We soy. Uh, I'm on the vegan gluten free train. I'm that guy. Bro, um, you can't have what fruits? Oats. You can have like pineapple, right? Most fruits. Yeah, you can have most um, fruits. Nuts, peanuts, legumes, legumes, legumes. That's like uh, beans type shit. Uh, uh, But soy, soy, can't even have soy sauce. Damn, bro. I was was, was already struggling enough as an Asian. Now it's the rice. They take the rice. Yeah, Carrie. What if he like? What if he took like small doses of like arsenic and shit, and then eventually (laughs) just become impervious to poisons? Like you can build your own fucking superpower, dog. I mean, I become like the the arsenic sniffer at her. Like, does it hurt? That's so crazy. You're gonna like, be eating like na- like space food or some shit, like or just like out of a straw. No, because he'll be fucking like allergic to that. Allergic to that. Too, yeah. like, now, now instead of rice, I'm like, you watch. Yo, Carrie's got to Carrie's got to be the first person on the fucking Jeff Bezos Express. He's gonna like off this planet to find more food, bro. Like everything <laughs> on this earth. Yeah, but literally, it's crazy. It's like, just, bro. It's his curse, dude. This man is so smart, and it's like he <laughs> not to get too into it, but this man does not believe in God, and I'm telling. Me neither, but I'm saying, this is a curse. God's like, you're spiting me? You don't believe in me, Gary? (laughs) 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 Use your knowledge to avoid that, bitch. Yeah, so, yeah, this is I got the the report and I had that hand on the wall moment where you just stare at the wall and you're like, (sighs) hand on the wall. Blood coming out the ass. Yeah, yeah, you know, just hold it in. I can put it back in. In Freaky, there's a there's a part on the one when the bathroom stalls. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My hand is just bleeding, and I'm just like, yo, too soon, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're talking about Millie is a cock golfer. I thought that's part you're talking about. I felt that too. I felt that yo, have you tried? <laughs> have you tried dicks? Have you tried eating dicks? Is that it's, a- it's it's at the bottom of the list, but if I have to, I will. <laughs> yo, what happens? What happens if like one day, like you go to the 
doctor's office and do like the that fucking allergy test. And they're like, mm-hmm. okay, so we know that the only way you get allergic to shit if it's been in your belly a lot and it goes through your ulcers. And they're like, wait, semen? No, my son is good. High in protein, though. High in protein. No, so I'm saying it might be. We're not homophobic. Oh. We love the gays. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah, my Jamie brother especially loves the gays. <laughs> he wow. loves them with everything he's got, dude. <laughs> All right. So, for today, what well, you know what it means. Like. Yeah. All right. So, for today, we're talking, actually, before we talk, before we get into it, we're talking about, yo, Wellington Paranormal, still funny as shit, but also watch What, what the Fuck we Do is in the Shadows. It's like a spinoff of What We Do in the Shadows. Like okay. a movie. What the fuck is that? Had a show. What? Bro, okay. But first, okay, we need to watch that together. Or we need to just... Is that the Johnny Depp movie? So that. What we do in the shadows is not a Johnny Depp movie. No, it's like... <laughs> uh, it's a kind of like a shot like The Office where it's like a mockumentary, but it follows vampires. It's okay. like... Uh, Ty- like Ty- Ty- Yeah, exactly, exactly. And they have this uh, spinoff show on FX. And now they have another spinoff show. Well, this is a little bit older, but now it's finally coming to the, the States. Um, oh, Apple well, TV made it. That's why. Apple TV made it? Wait, what? Yeah, What We Do in the Shadows? Uh, I didn't realize it's on FX. It's like an FX exclusive, I think. So I, I don't know, but that could be. I mean, you got the news right there. Um, but yeah, uh, shit's dope. So definitely check that out. But also check out the other shows that I just mentioned. Um, and then my buddy just hit me up saying that I should check out the show called Kidding. That stars. It was Gordo. Actually, I, said, I don't know why I said my buddy. You guys know Gordo. <laughs> Gordo said that we gotta we gotta check out the show called uh, Kidding. It's on Showtime. He might have hooked me up with, uh, you know, with some, with some credentials. So I'm gonna check it out since you know he he shot that out or he recommended that. Better be fucking uh, good, Gordo. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, it's Jim Carrey, bro. I'm sure it's solid. Uh, actually, you can't. You can't really Stone Jim, Jim Carrey or is a regular old Jim Carrey? Like it's like it came out in 2018. So, but it's like his phase where he's like trying to do dark shit, but I think it has like some comedy from what I've been told by Gordo. I don't know. It could be trash and that's on him and he's dead to me. But if not, then it'd probably be a good recommendation. To be real, Gordo's probably a good guy. Just kidding. Fuck off. Yo, he's opposite of a banger, bro. He's (laughs) (laughs) All right. So today we're going to talk about two movies, mostly freaky uh, and the other movie is called is the Fear Street sixteen sixty six. Fear Street. They all have vague English accents this time. Oh, <laughs> was it English? I thought it was Irish, and then it just turned into their natural American accents. Yeah, it kind we'll, of flips we'll, around a little bit. <laughs> we'll get into that. We'll talk about that after. Uh, I want to talk more about Freaky because that one is just that one was the fun watch versus. Uh, Fear Street 1666 made me not even want to talk about it on the podcast, honestly. Yeah, it was just okay. like watching it was kind of a chore. Um, but yeah, let's get into Freaky. Uh, it's a little bit older, but it just dropped on well, older as in 2020, like it didn't just come out. Um, it's on HBO Max, it stars Vince Vaughn, everyone loves Vince Vaughn, um, Catherine Newton. And it's directed by Christopher Landon, who actually, like, he he's done some stuff that's kind of in this area. He did Happy Death Day and Happy Death Day 2. I don't know if you guys watched that. But yeah. I did get those vibes watching this movie. So that kind of, it's, a, it's mm-hmm. a dark horror comedy. Um, he also did Paranormal Activity, or he wrote Paranormal Activity 2 through 4. 
So that's kind of a blemish right there. But... Those are written. I thought they were just like <laughs> they just like put people in a in yeah. a house for like three days and just like did shit to them. That's, 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 that's what it seemed like. I thought it was just like yeah, normal day chores, and they just added some ghosts and threw a book around or something. It is, yo, it's just a big yo. We should totally do like a movie, but we just like hack into like Ring, like Ring's database, and like pull like <laughs> Ring Ring camera footage from like all over the country and just make like the most absurd movie possible. People watch it. We got to put a little more, you know, energy into that. We'll make it happen. Um, but all right, let's get into the the plot. It's, it's about a young teen, teen. That's a teen. Young teen named Millie. She's your classic average looking chick, but as soon as you put her hair up and give her a leather jacket, she's smoking hot. Which I feel like, <laughs> I, which I feel like, I think they did that. To like make fun ingest. of movies? Yeah. yeah, like to make fun of movies that do the whole classic, like, oh, just do a quick makeover and now she's smoking hot. Um, but yeah, so we got Millie and she's got, that's, that's played by Catherine Newton. And then we got her two best friends, Nyla and Josh. The gay one and the black one, which that was totally Ex- a trope. That was totally exactly. Trope, yeah. Nyla's the minority sidekick and Josh is the gay sidekick, who at first, with Josh especially, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like this. He's kind of trope. He's like a caricature. He's just like, I, I feel like I've seen this character a lot. The classic gay, flamboyant. He's like su- hypersexual and like hyperconfident. Already knows himself. He's a high school kid, but already knows himself. But as the movie went all- along, I actually really enjoyed him and uh, Nyla together. I feel like they had good chemistry. Yo, did he tempt you, Did he tempt you? He, he didn't tempt me, but <laughs> I mean, I ain't coming along, bro. I don't have to like think he's a good a good character and want to have, like, suck his dick at the same, same time. You know what I'm saying? Relax, If you're bro. a true fan, bro. <laughs> I'm a true, a true, a true fan would do it. Is that what you're trying to say? Um, but I think they had great chemistry uh, with the rest of the cast. They're generally funny and lovable, mm-hmm. and you want to follow them. Um, they have this shitty ass shop teacher who's played by Alan Ruck, who most will know him from Ferris Bueller. He's like the best friend in Ferris yeah, Bueller. Yeah, but he's also in the sitcom sitcom called Spin City with Michael J. Fox back in the day. It's a deep cut, but it's a cut I had to make. Um, but either okay. way, he's your he's your classic asshole teacher. Like classic. this is most, this guy's not a classic. He's this guy's just outright to douchebag. What that's do you what I'm mean? Saying. But, but that's classic your, anything. No teacher has ever acted like that, ever. What, what are you talking no, about? This guy, outright starts, that guy, this guy outright goes up to this girl, shits all over her and says, hey, I know I told you the product's due in a week. Presented right now. No bro, teacher has ever fucking done that in the history bro, of teaching, bro. Yo, you got, we had a different high school experience, Papa. You know what I'm saying? I had a, <laughs> I had a rough time in shop class. So I could relate. <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying classic as in like, you know, I'm saying that trope of like that that teacher uh-huh. yeah. that's just like a super asshole and like picking on one student is what I'm trying to say. Not your classic job teacher. But either way, like no spoilers here. But as soon as I saw this man, as soon as you see him, you're like, oh my God, this guy's going to meet the most brutal demise. This guy's going to become meat, bro. This guy, yeah. this this guy you know, and that's, we'll get to, into that scene later because I still want to go to the plot. But um, it, that scene was great. The one we're thinking of right now. Um, but uh, we also have another character real quick. Uh, Booker, who's like the the main crush, who later plays a really like the, constant Eli Manning face, just always looks stupid as hell. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't know what's going on. Uh, can't turn his head for can't, his shoulders like stuck in place, but I don't know what's up with this guy. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a good looking kid. This is a good looking kid, but sweet kid, sweet kid, good kid. Good uh, he's, 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 he's got hort. He's got hort, but uh, 
It was like it was like you know in like Batman Forever where his he can't touch yes. his neck because it's all fucking. Uh, when he's like in the Batmobile and he's like gives him a thumbs up. Yeah, he's, uh, move to the left. And this like, kid, this kid had that going on, but had like nothing restraining him but his like acting ability. I guess. It's just, uh, <laughs> yeah, bro. Um, but at the same time, we have Vince Vaughn's giant ass dressed up like a slasher. He could be like Jason Voorhees or Michael Myers. He is literally uh, wearing a t-shirt. <laughs> that <is a> <laughs> <laughs> What's your outfit? Uh, black t-shirt has dirt on it. Classic. Guys were drawing a blood, you know. Yo, he, I saw I saw that shit and I was like, yo, my Halloween costume already got that shit in my closet. Like, <laughs> right? we, Gucci, we, Gucci. <laughs> we got this shit. Um, the movie actually opens up with him murdering a bunch slices. of teens. Yeah. Uh, some crazy ass kills. Uh, there was one with the wine bottle, mm, and there was one with the tennis racket that really that's stood it. out to me. I was like, "Damn!" Like off rip, off rip. We're doing this. Um, I feel like Vince Vince killed it in that because obviously he's known mostly for his comedic, uh, comedic acting and his comedic movies. He's had a couple movies where he's been a bad guy. There's one I can't remember. I should have looked up earlier. I'm terrible. No, um, late, his biggest his biggest bad guy role was uh, True Detective. Oh shit! You know, okay, that one. I was thinking of like an older movie where he's like an abusive like husband or some yeah. shit, and he's like kind of country, and he fucking kills it. So he he can be a villain and true detective. I haven't seen that, but you told me that he's he's good solid fun. in that, right? He's good fun. Um, so like he's he's doing great. He's at the party. He's fucking people up. There's this creepy old dagger. So naturally, Vince the butcher's like, yo. I gotta kill someone with that. So so he steals it, vanishes into the night, ready for his next kill. And then uh, I forgot to mention Millie. She's uh to make her a bigger nerd, she's the school's mascot. Um so even though people are getting murdered, they have a big ass football game. Um her her mom's drunk ass forgets to pick her up. Her friends are like, yo, yo, classic you want us to stay? Mom, classic mom. Classic mom getting fucking drunk, one bottle of wine, like lightweight, out of out, can't pick up her daughter. She's there chilling. Everyone leaves. I mean, they they make a reference to it, like, yo, there's a killer out. You sure you don't want someone to stay? She's like, nah, mom is, you know, mom is consistent. We're good here. And next thing you know, you got the butcher across the street staring her down. Um, chases, chases her, and Stabs her, and when he stabs her, he realizes that he also like, was inflicted with that same wound. And then Millie's sister, who's a cop, shows up, saves her ass, and shoots in the air instead of shooting the guy in- attacking her. Like, goddamn, ah, shoots in the air for some reason. Maybe she was like, I don't know exactly what's going on. Let me just in case, <laughs> shot in the air. Um, even though there's teens that were just murdered yesterday. He's like, but, you know what? I, I she saw she saw Derek Chauvin. She was like, you know what? I'm not touching that shit. With a ten foot pole, Derek Chauvin, bro. I'm sorry, I'm not, I don't know. I want. I don't want to pretend like yeah. I don't know who that is. Who is that? Yeah. I'm sorry, yo. You There's a whole movement. He's the one that I'm killed sorry. George Floyd, bro. Come on. Oh shit, bro. I don't try to memorize those names, bro. That's not even. Like, I know of that, obviously, but I just. All right, we'll my bad. Going. I apologize for not knowing that. But anyway, uh, at midnight, uh, when Friday Thirteenth hits, they switch bodies. And then this is where that's where the, the goofy antics and the hijinks <laughs> begin. Yeah, yeah. From here we have our classic Freaky Friday scenario where you got to convince your friends who you are, and you got to figure out how to get your body back. 
Um, yeah, what's scarier, walking, waking up as like a murderous Vince Vaughn or waking up as Lindsay Lohan? Honestly, bro, I'm, I'm gonna pick Vince Vaughn. I, I wouldn't bit. mind waking up as Lindsay Lohan in her prime. I wouldn't mind waking up. I'm sure she have fun, bro. Lindsay Lohan, come on. No, I'm talking like now. be fully loaded. I'm talking huh? now skis. Like oh, now skis? Yeah. Hell no skis, bro. I'm talking about brown teeth, you know I mean? <laughs> oh, nah, chill, chill. Um, but yeah, I don't want to harp. Like, we're going to talk about Fear Street, and I've already roasted okay. 94, uh, and I don't want to, like, keep railing on it, but I will. And this, to me, is what Fear Street 94 wanted to be or could have been, and it actually came out after. This has... Uh, dark horror comedy it involves you got your paranormal elements with like witchcraft curses you got your high school kids that are on the case uh the main differences are that this one has clever dialogue likable characters and genuinely funny like laugh out loud moments in my right, name, name seven laugh out loud moments Bro, i don't want to spoil shit name 17 that's moments, not professional right? that's not Yo, professional. when that homeless guy was like i'll suck your dick all of it. Bro, I, was like, I yeah, thought that was a fly, bro. And then they, they cut from there. Then they they have Vince Vaughn slapping his dick against like off off camera slapping his dick against his thighs. I'm like, yo, Vince yeah, Vaughn must show be that shit, right? That shmeat, dog. For real, God, bro. Damn. <laughs> um, I mean, we all knew it. We all knew it. Like, <laughs> like it's got uh, so it's got a good to me. It has a, a good blend. What Vince tone. Vaughn's dick or? Oh, the movie. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the movie. Uh, we're 94 fucked up with tone. I think this one has a better tone. For example, in the opening, you have um, the kids are like talking about like an urban legend or some shit about a murder or whatever that happened back in the day. And then one of them was like, yo, he'd be like 80 years old right now. Like We have geriatric killers. And that was like, okay, that's like a poke at probably like the new Halloween movies that are coming out because it's like the same the same person is chasing Jamie Lee Curtis in the seventies is still chasing her now. That motherfucker should be in a wheelchair. So it's like, okay, you're kind of poking fun at the genre. Yeah, but I like is, that. Is Jamie Lee Curtis in a wheelchair? Nah, so but why would Michael Myers be? Bullets. This man's been taking burning up. This man's been like, and I think he was already older to begin with. No, but I, I, anyway, that was just a quick. I'm not trying to get deep, dive deep into the Halloween franchise right now. But either way, I think that was just kind of supposed to be a poke at that. And so I was like, okay, I like the dialogue. It's, you know, it's not too bad, whatever. And then, like, right after, it's like, boom, bottle down someone's throat. And I'll then and then a bunch of violence and shit. And it was like, okay, so it's going to be like this. It's going to have a blend of some comedy and some horror. All right, I fuck with this. Let's, let's get on with it. Let's do it. And from there, I felt like it stuck with that. And, like, you were bringing up Waking Up. Uh, you were bringing up, like, what, Waking Up in Lindsay Lohan's Body or Vince Vaughn's. Um, yeah. Or as the Butcher. And you have your classic, like, Millie, or the butcher wakes up in Millie's body, and she's, like, in pajamas, and her mom's, like, making breakfast and shit, and she's just, like, silent and not doing anything. But once Vince, when, when Millie wakes up in Vince Vaughn's body, she's, like, in this creepy-ass dungeon where there's, like, mannequins and, like, bodies, body parts and, like, blood and, like, crackheads just, like, chilling there. And she's just, like, wait. Like, his actor right there just had me rolling, bro. He just wakes up, like, yo, where the fuck am I? What's going on? This crackhead like, shows Vince up. Vince Vaughn acts. All right. Get a higher-pitched voice. Move your hands up like flailing around your head and then yeah. just act super innocent. Like I was like, Vince Vaughn's acting. I was like, it's right, a little, nah. little, little exactly. Nah, I loved it, bro. I thought it was solid, bro. I would say what, he, what they should have done is, uh, what they should have done is, 
I wish Vince Vaughn had some speaking role before they switched bodies because I didn't have any point of reference to like how evil this dude's supposed to like sound and act. I wish he had some speaking roles and then you had Millie so you could have had that like diametric image of, sure. the, of the same character, but it's so, so good. So good. After that, I, did, I thought he was solid. I think sometimes he channeled a little bit of like Jack Black and Jumanji. Where he was like acting yeah, a little yeah. bit too much like a white teenage girl, where it wasn't like he was acting like Minnie Millie. It was like any generic girl. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I fucking loved him. Um, and during that scene, yo, it's just so funny. A crackhead shows up and he's like, "Do you have drugs?" And he's like, "No, but uh, do I look like a girl to you?" And he's like, "Look like a girl, dude. You're on drugs right now. I want some of that. I want to feel like a teenage girl." <laughs> he just like yells at him, like, "Bro, like that should have me." Rolling, bro. Um, and then you got at the same time you got Millie, who okay. So we saw uh, this man woke up in his black tee, uh, blue jeans or whatever. So he hasn't. He's been wearing that same fit for days. This is not really a point against the film or a take away from my enjoyment, but I couldn't help but notice that this man's wearing the same shit, right? But then as soon as he turns into Millie, he's like, all right. Let's pick out this like hot ass leather jacket. Let's get lipstick on. Let's let's put makeup, whatever. And well, like, it's, it's the same thing. It's the same thing with when he's at breakfast. And he's trying to, and he's he's like eating everything. He's used to being a homeless dude who only has one pair of clothes. Now he's in this sheltered teenage like teenager's body house <laughs> with all these resources. Yeah. Now he's gonna like use the tools he has, bro. No, I mean, bro, it just, this is funny to be like, he, this man never changes, but all of a sudden he's just like, I mean, I can see the argument, like, yo, I got to blend in and I got to do that. But to me, it's just like, this man all of a sudden has more fashion sense than Millie had in her own body and that, than he had in his own body. Yeah, but yeah, how about this though? How about, he's a dude, right? So he knows what he wants to see a girl look like. Yeah. So he's like, let me dress yeah. like that. So I was, my, my theory was going to be that, because you know how there was like mannequins and shit in the dungeon, that he was going to like, make his own woman out of like skin you know what i'm saying how there's yeah. like those type of serial killers so maybe that was like he knows how to dress them up and how you know so that was kind of my thing but it's still funny to be like bro you're still in the same fit for like three days but then as soon as you're hurt she's uh fucking hot as shit um but so after <clears throat> sorry excuse me let me get a little sip of pot water real quick bro back to back to vince real quick Always, like he, they, this movie did a good job with. So okay, like dialogue wise, and like okay, for example, in okay. ni- ninety four, yeah. you have dialogue where it's like, uh, where we have uh, Dina and Sam in the first All one, right, and she's like, "You left me when your parents separated and moved away. You moved with your mom to get away with me." Like, bitch, we're sixteen years old. What are we talking about? Like, I had. Like, dialogue like that. And then, like, two minutes later, someone's head was, like, being put through a blender or some shit. So, it's like, that was, like, a disconnect. But with this one, they had moments where, like, Vince Vaughn was talking, as Millie in Vince Vaughn's body was talking to Millie's mom in, like, the change room. You know what I'm talking about? That scene where they're in the change room. They're, like, talking. And for a bit, it's, like, okay, sentimental. And it's, like, kind of, like, okay, I feel that. And it's, like, pulling on the heartstrings a little bit. Not, like, anything crazy. Like, I'm not, like about to start balling out, but they're trying to get a little bit deeper, but then it quickly turns into something awkward and really funny. And I don't want to spoil it too much, but that's a highlight for me, like what they can do. It's like this movie moves quick. 
we can hit different different things and like work on in a way character development, but then keep it going. Like, I, and when things get crazy and when like this curse become when we figure out more about the curse and like things get wild, I'm just buying it because I enjoy these characters and they can pull off. That should, like that. that should teach you it's about quality over quantity. You either get Vince Vaughn, the god tier Vince Vaughn, or you yeah, get three random Canadian actors. Oh, <laughs> like even, even if the script's phenomenal, Vince Vaughn's gonna win that shit every time. Yeah. <laughs> um, there were okay, so there were a couple things that I think were a little bit predictable. Okay. For exist, okay. for example, like mm-hmm. early on the the trio, they do a handshake. And I'm like, I wonder if Vince Vaughn's gonna have to do that handshake with the kids later. And there's like things where like the uh, Booker gives a helpful tip, a tip, and I'm like, oh, I wonder if that's gonna play into anything, you know, later. Um, you're just too like smart, Carrie. You you're too smart, Gabe. You're too smart. I, you can see all the foreshadowing. You know just what? like so well. Yo, you fucking Jamie. I appreciate you, bro. But if you want to suck my dick, just come to the crib. Bye bye. I've been telling you. Just come to the crib. Um, but yeah, so those are really the only things that that kind of took me out of it. That's my only complaints is that those moments I was like, all right, I kind of see where some of this is going. And you got you know some of the classic Freaky Friday tropes. But that's kind of what what they're playing into, um, and even things that I thought were gonna be kind of tropey or lameish turned out to be really funny. Like that whole handshake thing, I was like, ah, oh, it's gonna be lame. But the build up to them doing that together was funny as fuck to me because you had Vince Vaughn chasing after Your boy throwing tater tots, bro. <laughs> yeah, boy throwing tater tots and throwing everything at the kitchen, and Vince Vaughn is literally throwing them around. Yeah. Like that whole scene. Bro, you know, the, 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 way, the way Vince Vaughn yeah. just chucked people <laughs> that whole movie like he was chucking everyone else just so funny <laughs> bro, he just tossing people just around people going bro. unconscious like oh I'm sorry <laughs> can we step back and say so they had that cryo chamber that like can go to 300 negative 300 Fahrenheit yeah, and like alright so like I get it if he like elbowed that shit to like break it and be like okay now it's broken but how the fuck were this? There were no safe factory setting. Was this bitch can go to three hundred negative three hundred Fahrenheit with no mm-hmm. stopping, no safeguards, no emergency shut off. It's just like anyone going in there could fucking die. Like this right. is a public school ass bullshit where they got like the shitty ass branded crypto therapy right. chamber. And I was like, <laughs> this girl. I mean, this still deserve to die, but like. Oh, <laughs> you did. Nah, like bro, that. you're too smart, bro. You're too smart. You can't, no. you see what I'm saying? You can't even, with safety regulation and shit, you can't even enjoy, you can't even enjoy who's doing you too smart, Papa. You see, it's a curse. This intelligence comes with a curse. Don't call me Papa. My name's Daddy. Come on, bro. Oh, don't, don't ever say that again. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that whole, that whole scene was funny with them trying to, him trying to convince them that he's uh, Millie. Um, and like I was saying earlier, you have to get to a point where, like, it happens pretty quickly where Josh and Nyla are convinced that, you know, it's not like a long period of time. And that's, some people could be like, man, come on, you have, you've had to be convinced more, but like, because I enjoy the characters and I've had so much fun with them and they're funny and entertaining. I'm just like, yep, I'm buying it. Let's keep it going. Let's they're keep also dumbass high school kids. I mean, huh? <laughs> They're also dumbass high school kids. Yeah, like, they're also dumbass. Honestly, high every kids. every single every single dude in this movie, except for Booker or whatever his name was, I, I left this movie saying high school boys are just completely useless scum of the earth. 
They they are to yeah. be locked up until they turn age twenty one, <laughs> and then let's just let's give them a test to see this be locked up for a little longer, bro. Like they exactly. were just like see, just, but this movie does that where it's like the light the the douchey unlikable characters are your side characters, the characters that are supposed to get taken off, and then your main characters are the ones that are likable. Where ninety four it was like all fucked up, and your main characters were the douchey ones that you wanted to see get killed. Where this one was the opposite, and you even have. Um, they even do stuff like the relationship. There's relationship shit. Like you have Booker who's got, uh, well, you have Millie who's got a crush on Booker and he ends up being involved on the case with the gang, trying to figure out how to get, uh, Millie back into her body. And they do a lot of shit there with romance that, um, you know, like it's it in a way, like it, the romance isn't cringy. But then in a way, it comes off extremely cringy if you're thinking about this one scene with Booker and Millie. Um, or should I say Vince Vaughn? I don't want to yeah, get yeah, too yeah. into it. I don't want to get too into it. But they do some funny ass shit with the romance where it's not like when I saw Booker, I was like, oh, my God. Like Every time I saw Sam, Sam Redina, I was like, oh, fuck this shit, bro. But with that, I was like, this is funny as fuck, bro. Like, I have more questions after after watching the scene. Um, so to me, like, they nailed it with the, when it even came to, like, romance and stuff. Um, I think I think Catherine Newton kills it as Millie. Uh, like, when she turns into the butcher, she gave me Terminator 3 vibes heavy. Yeah. I don't know if you guys remember Terminator 3. You have the woman yeah. Terminator. She's got and like the fucking leather, leather pants and shit. Yeah, she's got the leather jacket, leather pants, blonde hair, like pulled up, and like she's got the run and shit. Like she, she was giving me those vibes, bro. Um, I really love seeing when she was like still in the butcher's mindset, but like not in the butcher's body. So there's a part, not to get too spoily, there's a part where she confronts the shop teacher, and for a bit, <laughs> he's just throwing her or him around. And like just going to town and it's just like hilarious like his mindset is still there like i'm this like badass killer but then you just see him get more frustrated and he's like this body fucking sucks what the hell um so like moments like that really fucking enjoy it she she does a good job or moments where she has to pretend to be millie and like convince other people around and she's like no please help me or she's like no the butcher's over there or like she's got to convince someone's mom at someone at some point like moments like that fucking nailed it every time opinion. every time she talked i was like you know i was just waiting for like a side up to just walk from behind her like the entire time bro but zero pokemon in this entire movie i'll give it a <laughs> ripping bag just on that shit alone bro <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> okay. what? wait how did this occur <laughs> she's, she's in detective pikachu bro she she's was. The, she's a reporter, of Detective Pikachu. Oh, she was. Is she? Oh, really? Oh, I didn't. Wow. Oh, I actually deep cut. Jimmy, deep cut. I wasn't deep cut, but it had to be. That's not a deep cut. That's a popular <laughs> movie, bro. Yeah, but no one remembers the characters besides uh, what's Ryan Reynolds and. Yeah, I guess I'm just more of a couch bum than y'all. <laughs> I guess you're more committed to it, bro. You're just smarter than us, brother. You're just smarter than us. Um, but yeah, bro. If I had to wrap it up, I'll just give it my my quick rating, real quick. It's obviously a couch bump for me. I fucking love this shit. I think it was really paced well. Comedy was funny. Horror was horry. Like the violence was crazy at times and it had a good blend. There was moments, there were some death scenes that like, I mean, it sounds, you know, fucking the same, but there were some death scenes where I was like genuinely laughing my ass off. Um, so yeah, it, it's soft for me. Uh, Jamie, you want to wanna give it your review? 
or your rating, I guess. And I'll give that shit a couch bum dog skis. Couch bum skis? Okay. Yeah, the kills were creative as fuck. Yes. Uh, Vince Vaughn. Love to see it. It's that's that's just the between this and no set of move. Like Vince Vaughn's the same amount of age. When you look at Benicio del Toro and you look at fucking Brendan Frazier and you're like, God, look at this schlubby motherfucker. Vince Vaughn, he's looking old, but I mean, he can still get it. So I was like, you know what? Talk about his schmied a little bit, some some good kills. Uh yeah, bro. Cash bump all the way, dog skis. I carry. What do you think, brother? Yeah, I, I'd say this is a upper echelon uh, futon. Like, okay. Okay, so like you know how there's grading scale of like seventy to down is fail, seventy to ninety is uh-huh. like passing grade. It's like yeah, it's good. high high passing grade, yeah. but like ninety plus. Just just uh, just because like the magnitude of the movie was mm-hmm. like I don't. I don't feel it was up enough to uh, warrant like a couch bump, but it was like really well done. Everything's good. Mm-hmm. Like except for it suffers from one of the problems that fear street has is teleportation. Okay. Everybody teleportation. just flies around. Granted it's, it's uh it's comedy and you can let that shit fly and yeah. stuff, but uh, everybody's movements, it just sort of lollygogs. Lolly, uh, Lollygogs. 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 And just like, I don't know. Yeah. You, you, you say a few things take you out of it. Like certain times when he's just like, well, it's the spoilers at the end. But like also he's just like becomes the, he becomes Millie. Eh, the, kill, the killer becomes Millie. And then all of a sudden he's like at school. Like, how does he even know to get this? Yeah. Like, shit like that. She's like, wait, how did he it's like yeah, yeah, random things like, like that. It's still like really good, but yeah, like I I don't want to like tank it on just like small little details like that. But there's a few like moments like that. Like the makeup thing that I brought up, it's yeah. kind of like that. Like she knows how to put it on her makeup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like what? slight unexplained like things that I gotta hold it slightly back, but it's really good. Otherwise, like yeah. definitely watchable, rewatchable, everything. Oh yeah, it's a fun movie. I feel like me. I think I'm even like higher on it just because. I just dislike this looks shiny. This looks really shiny. You know, amongst yeah. turds. This, you know this is uh, um twenty one jump street again, because it's a more comedic version. Just like everything everything comes back to twenty one jump street. Every, yeah, game. It's just like, but was it twenty one jump baby. street enough? Like, <laughs> does it is it self aware? Does it make fun of itself? And that's what uh, Fear Street sort of lacks versus this movie where it's like even the characters know that the first ones to die, like uh, uh, oh, yeah. black girl and the gay guy, was like, "We're minorities, we're we die." die. Oh, like, oh, so, yeah, yeah, you see in the in the end when they're uh, in at the factory, and, uh, or what's up? No, it's not spoiler. <laughs> uh, and it's they're chasing, ocean. they're chasing uh, Millie and, and Vince Vaughn, and mm-hmm. you see the the gay guy. What's his name? Josh, the gay guy. Yeah. yeah. Do you yeah. see him fucking huffing it? Yo, oh, there, yo, there, yo, play that scene. Yo, your boy, your boy was running like the fuck T one thousand dog. God damn, son. They were both hauling ass, but then it looked like you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of Matthew McConaughey in Tropic Thunder, where he yeah, does yeah, the T-bone. Yeah. He does the T-bone and runs through the woods. Yeah, yeah, it's like that. <laughs> it was that shit. He was like, ah. I was like, yo, my man is hauling ass. Is he on track team? What? Yeah, he's on cross country, bro. We didn't, we didn't oh, get to oh. see that part of the story, you know, where he wins the track me at the end. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. it goes on back to the 22 jump street bro yeah. <laughs> the track you mean this is all leading uh, to the 2020 olympics dog we should know uh, let's take a quick break and we'll come back and talk about your street
All right, bums, let's talk Fear Street 1666, the finale in this trilogy. Um, I'm not going to go that deep into it like I went into Freaky. Uh, just to, this was kind of... Yo, Jamie, please tell me, bro, this was the one that convinced you that did... Well, how did you feel about this shit, bro? I want to know your opinion more than because you are more... You're more favorable. I enjoyed 78, but you're more favorable to it, so... If they... Everything was good about it, except if if they would have just spoken with their normal accents while they were in 1666, <laughs> I would have been like, yeah. you know what? Consistent, Fine. consistent over the course of the three, great. But you had these Canadian actors who are playing American teenagers doing English, vaguely English Irish accents because they're settlers, and it was just like it just felt like you, you know. Um, you know Chernobyl on HBO? Yeah. So the first day of filming, they had all the actors go through training for Russian accents. After the first day of filming, they had all of them do Russian accents. And they said, you know what? This sounds goofy as fuck. Just do your, you had Cockney yeah, accents. You had Irish, Scottish accents all playing Russians. You're like, you know what? That's fine. Here, it wasn't even that big of a stretch. Just do American accents. Like I honestly like forgot doing, at bro. times. I, for, I thought they were doing it. There's moments where I was like, oh, wait, it is an Irish or whatever. Because I thought it, they went back to their American a good bit, like where I just didn't even hear anything. Yeah, it was like it was fluctuating. And it was like, and, and then you had the, the writings already relatively poor and dramatic. But then when you have it being said through like shitty English accents, it just yeah. becomes even more kind of foolish. But everything other than that, I liked, except for when they were like, oh, it, it was the, I like the twist about the goods or whatever. But then once they started, like, once they figured out the final villain, they kind of just, like, he just, he, he, their entire family line evaded capture and, uh, like, manipulated people for dis- centuries. And then right when we know who the bad guy is, then it's like, oh, he, he gets hit every which way by teenagers. And then he just gets taken <laughs> down by the power of love and the power of teenage veracity and yeah. youth or whatever the fuck. It just, yeah. that, that was kind of weak. But, uh, yeah, it was. I saw it. I liked it. Yeah, I'd watch it again. Fuck. Um. So, do you want something? To, you want me to go, also, or do you want something to say, Carrie? Lesbians. The if you ask, if you ask, what's the, what's the main theme? What's the main theme throughout the entire? What's the main theme throughout the entire three movies? And it's like, listen, if you're a lesbian. Back in 1666, that shit was... You were burned at the stake for that shit. Bro. And then even in 1994, yeah. like... The stakes that were shit high. was... The stakes that were shit, high. Okay. Uh, and even in 1994, that shit was still, like, pretty taboo. But, like, after 1666, you go to 94 and you're like, man, they don't let you get married and shit, but, but god damn, at least they're not fucking murdering you in cold fucking blood. Like, people, yeah. like I felt... I felt I felt bad. Like I was, Bro, I was watching that shit, and I was like, if, "Could you imagine being a, te- a funky teenage girl in 1666, and then you, you turn one guy down, you call this guy's dick small, and then yeah. the next thing you know, you're getting Oof. fucking hung yeah. as a witch? Wow. Like, God that, damn, that we made, we made it. Hey, we made it out. 
Maybe I we fucking made it out because goddamn, we ain't burning people. Sixteen sixty six, no PS five or anything. No PS five, and you get burnt. You get burnt, and you get PS five, and your apples are moldy. Nah, bro, nah, oh, that's, that's three to three. That's three <laughs> strikes, bro. This I'm out. So, their justice system was so flimsy. One person's just like, not to get. I guess it's kind of split, but fuck it. One person's like, uh, it was all me. That person didn't do it, and they're just like, all right, we were gonna, <laughs> we, had you, we had you in prison for like twenty four hours. We were being you, torturing you, but. I right, go back to your mom. But before that, it was like, hey, all right, guys, listen, listen. Whole town, you see? See how I'm a white man? All right, therefore, I am correct. Yo, these bitches were fucking Satan behind a bro, tree last bro, night. There's, no, it's <laughs> so in, in the courtroom, in this courtroom, where like this huge murder happened. And then the one guy's like, one guy's like, do you guys have proof? Do you guys have proof? And one guy's like, oh, yeah, I have proof. What's your proof? I saw them fucking. Uh, okay, so where? Oh no, I saw it going down. Yeah, that's right. I got all the deets. The moon was just right. Asses were out, and it's like, okay, so you're just telling us what every? You're just telling us what you saw. What? That's not proof. What the fuck? And and then everyone's just like, light them up. That's Even even the mom. Even the mom was like, you know what? I don't agree with the decision, but I can't argue with that shit. I can't, I can't argue, argue with that. that. <laughs> I can't argue that. I knew the I knew the coochie was gonna bring the Diablo in this bitch, bro. I knew it was coming. But I right, let me right, let me go through my little. You know, I gotta go through my rant, my speech, and shit. It's my podcast. Um. So okay, ninety four. You already know was not a fan at all. Seventy eight. I thought was dope. I honestly, looking back at it, it looks even better now. Um. I really enjoyed the camp setting. Uh, the whole like throwback to Friday Thirteenth and like other slashers, um, I feel like it, it was able to stick to that theme throughout the entire movie. It was like just the, the first few minutes or seconds you had Deanna and her ninety four squad, and then at the very end you go back to Deanna and her ninety four squad. But the majority of it is the camp shit, and I think when they had that focus, it was a lot. It was, sh- it was sharper. Um, now with this, they do something similar. But they go back and they go back to 1666. They do the same thing that Sam did in 94, where they touch like the body or the hand or whatever. And then she gets the vision of Sarah Fear's life instead of like, or in 78, in the movie 78, you had uh, Ziggy telling us the story. And it was shown to us with like new actors playing different characters. And it felt like its own thing. Like it was a sequel, but it felt like its own movie. In this one, when you go back in time, you have your 94 cast yeah. go like all your 94 people come back and play different villagers. And for me, that was already like, yo, you're starting off on the wrong foot. Cause I didn't like any of these motherfuckers to begin with. And now you're telling me they're going to be main characters in this one. And then they start doing their Irish British accent. And I was like, Oh hell no. And like, I was literally checking, <laughs> checking the time, like every few minutes, like how much more we got, how much more we got. Um, but yeah, right there off rip, I was like, nope, not feeling that. Um, so she sees all the memories or whatever. And if they do this weird thing where it's like, they have, they got actors to play Sarah Fear and Hannah and like all the, the village people, but then they'll have like Deanna, a 94 character, be in the village, say lines, like famous lines and curses, and they'll show Deanna do it. Then they'll cut. And like a few minutes later, they'll show another actress who's supposed to be the actual Seraphir do the same exact line, same thing. 
And it's like, why don't you guys just have those actors just play them throughout the movie? You know? So right there, I was just, it was, that was taking me out. Um, and then there's a point where I'm watching 1666 and I'm looking at the time because it feels like it's wrapping up. It feels like the village stuff is wrapping up. And I'm like, damn, how much time we have left? And I was like, oh shit, we have an hour left. Like, what, what are we going to do for an hour in this village? And then the movie's like, bam, psych. This is actually, actually Fear Street 1994 part two. And the rest of the movie is back in 94. And I was like, oh man, like they couldn't even stick it out with the whole, like the whole theme of the village. And they didn't really even do anything that was village-like. Like I thought it was gonna be like Midsummer, where you're gonna have like creepy pastors or like creepy things happening or like some torture stuff. I don't know, like there, it didn't really remind me of any horror movie that had anything to do with the village. It felt like it was just like uh, a throwback or like, oh, we're going into a village setting and we got some ignorant motherfuckers trying to burn people and hang people, but it didn't really feel like a horror. Like- I mean, it was it's was just the crucible with that Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah. But the thing is, it's even scarier because that's how shit was like back then, bro. That's why it's scary, dude. Yeah. Not that things bumping in the night. You got fucking white dudes trying to kill your lesbian yeah, sister, but, bro. Like we can't live with that shit. See- See, I'd be cool with that, but there was like literally nothing that scared me in this movie. I don't think there well, was. Well, that's because you're you just you come you're approaching it. I'm as, outside. Like, I'm built different, bro. I'm built different. Day man, bro. I'm just like, built different, bro. I can't. No, like, scares me. If I was I honestly, bro, shit. honestly, if I was like a young girl watching this shit, I would be like, holy shit, we could regress <laughs> back to this shit. Like, we could regress back to this kind of level. Like, that's a, that's the thing. That's the joke that like Louis C.K. makes, where it's like, if you're a white dude, Oof, you can t- you can time travel. Anytime you want, I can go back yeah. to fucking thirteen hundred. But bro, if yeah. you're like black, Latino, anything, yeah. you're like, yo, you can go back to like nineteen sixty, and then everything back <laughs> then. That's fucking like a death trap, bro. Like, yeah, like what it's scary as like, fuck. Go to the future. Go to yeah, the future. Fuck. Maybe <laughs> just <everything. laughs> hopefully. I mean, well, yeah, true, true. But if you're a white guy, maybe the future won't be. There's yeah. <laughs> climate's going. You know, you guys have it hard, bro. You guys have it hard. We got um, so yeah, like. I mean, I get what you're saying about that, but to me, it didn't really feel like a horror movie. Like, the plot or the mystery of Seraphir and the goods and all that really didn't do anything for me. Um, and then when they go back to 94, not crazy about that setting or the, the stuff they do. I just, I don't know, it just felt kind of lame. It just kind of felt lame to me. It just felt kind of like a little bit of slap. It felt lazy. It felt, it was honestly kind of the worst one, really. Like, even because 1994 at least felt like. I guess it the I guess because it was one movie and not like two things, you know. I didn't try to balance two things like that. Maybe I don't know. It was just really it's it's just hard to watch, bro. It's hard to watch for me in my, my opinion. My question is when watching this in '94 is like, yo, who the fuck built this mall? Because that tree that's there has a buried ass hand <laughs> like a foot under soil, and then you have. And then you have Good mm-hmm. and the the girl who like go through this grate, and then yep. within two feet they're in like this ancient cavern. It's like motherfuckers did they not install piping in this bitch where they had to like dig down and, and excavate this right? shit? Like like nothing has changed. Yeah, nothing, yeah, yeah, the infrastructure hasn't changed at all. And Good, the people that have been in charge for like the hundreds of years or whatever, haven't thought maybe like, bitch, make that sure, shit. Yeah, yeah, maybe we should make sure there's no exits there's no whatever that someone can like accidentally get into Yo, and the great the great into it wasn't even locked 
Like, guys. She was, she was like, Boop! and she just yeah. moved that shit like it was nothing. But even in his, uh, when they show like his room, like his yeah. playroom, whatever, and it's like his door mm. goes up to like like half, like to someone's like chest or whatever. It's like that's still kind of a big door. In the, like if someone's there, they might yeah. be like, "Yo, what is that?" It's like, "Oh, storage." And you open it, you got the fucking back cave down there, <laughs> and it's like, "Oh, uh, now I got to kill you." I guess what the fuck? Yeah, was was his house like behind the mall? Like they they just like uh, take a take a step into the tunnel and they just teleport everywhere. Yeah, like, that's like yeah, that's in, a good in part point. two. They were like, mm-hmm. we gotta run thirty minutes into the into the forest to find like the X's, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, like they can just take a tunnel and they're back at camp. Like, and the girls like snapped her leg. <laughs> like, yeah, like how uh, did they even do that? It's just the power of imagination, bro. Yeah, you gotta yeah. believe yeah. it. This was a this was a uh, beanbag chair for the show for me. No, it's, it's gonna be futonskis. It's a futonskis. Yeah, I respect that. I respect that, Carrie. Low end futon. It just, yeah, yeah, it just yeah, yeah. didn't didn't have enough for me, and it was yeah. weak at times. But if, if, I'm, if I'm watching three three uh, basically movies that should have been a TV show, like I'm, yeah. I'm committed, and I gotta yeah. I can't just rip it completely. What, what prevents it from being ripping for, for it being three installments? It doesn't get ripped because I, was, I wasn't that, 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 means, I wasn't that bored. I wasn't that okay. bored watching it. You wanted oh, to know yeah. the ending, like you were. Yeah, you're, I, I, you I wanted to know the mystery. Some, I was invested yeah, okay. at that point. I was like, "Well, gotcha. I don't, I don't hate it that much." Like, also, a gigantic fucking goose, Deanna, yeah. the, the main character, Deanna. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's 28 in real life. Let's go. Let's go. You know how she looks like? She looks like um, if you. It's just old now, so I don't know. If, but the cheerleading movie, the Bring It On or whatever. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. was the blonde chick, Kristen Dunst, obviously, yeah. and then the other chick, the brunette chick oh. from that. I forget her name, but she was in, in the Wrong Turn, and she was also. I think she was in Casper. Was she? But yo, fine as hell. She looks just like her, like a younger version. I I know she was 28 though, but she looks just like her. But yeah, they're all Canadian, which is kind of like. Yeah, but no. well, you hate Canadians, yeah. right, bro? I mean, you hate Canadians. You nationalities, like, <laughs> yo, yeah. it is Olympics time. I know we gotta, we gotta support the U.S. cause against all countries, but like, yeah, we will defeat them. We will, we will bury our heels into their throats. Like, I've watched cool. zero minutes of the Olympics. Yeah, I think this is the fucking Olympics podcast in Gabe. Yeah, facts, facts. Right? <laughs> I wouldn't have shit to say, bro. Yeah, say? but if you do turn on the Olympics. You mm-hmm. might end up watching it for like thirty minutes. Like I, I turn it on, watch some art. Like pass by, saw some archery, sat there for like thirty minutes. Like, oh yeah, I was I like, no, archery. I can't tell. I can't tell my Hulu live. So me and Gabe aren't don't get access to that good, good oh, NBC shit. shit. You know. Damn. Yeah, I got. I might have uh, scooped some access from. <laughs> from <laughs> like, I'm very resourceful. Resourceful <laughs> <laughs> guy. You know what I'm saying. You never am good stuff. <laughs> nah, Andy, Andy hooked Andy, it up. Andy, Andy. Well, he's got the HBO Max, you know what I'm saying? And the Prime skis. So I felt like it was fair skis. You know? Yeah, can we just say uh, once once again when we talk about freaky the, you know, the, H- the HBO Max fucking app is so ass, dude. Garbage. Yeah. So HBO Max and Disney Plus have rewind yeah, yeah, bro. Just everybody knows. If you rewind bro, it, no. Disney Plus and HBO Max easily so have trash, trash. You can't trash. rewind. You can't put yeah. subtitles on if it wasn't at some point had it. Like, yeah. it's bad. Bro. Or next, it doesn't have. Also, it has this annoying thing where, like, it is like a continue playing. If you go to yeah. continue playing, it just will play the next episode, and then that's it. It won't even put it back into the rotation to be like, okay, and next episode, it'll just be like, oh, now I have to go to the series page, yeah. find it in the middle of the thing, and then from there. I think. Yeah. I think that's why I gave uh, Fear Street 
uh, futon because at least it's on fucking Netflix. I could just like pop <laughs> that shit on and let it go. HBO is still the superior app, bro. They still have better on Netflix. Like it gets it gets the bump. It's still, yeah. uh, nah, they have better shit, bro. They have better shit. That, that might be why I Fear barely use Netflix. Yeah, bro. What'd you say, bro? That's that why Fear Street wasn't that bad because I watched it on 1.5 speed. Maybe so it was it had flowed bro. through it and it seemed normal that like a regular Um So next Friday, next Friday, the Suicide Squad comes out. So we're probably gonna have a podcast before that. So my uh, for our next movie we're gonna do the, it's called The Nightingale it's on Hulu. Um, my dad's been recommending it, telling me it's solid for the last like couple Good weeks. Exactly. So yeah, was it better or worse than Idiot Black? His recommendation was he like was it die better? hard I behind? I haven't seen it. No, I, he, what do you mean? Based on his recommendation, was he die hard behind Nightingale? He was like, he was like, if you enjoyed this one, this is another one. The Nightingale. It was, it was oh, so it was option, it's also option B. All right, all right. Nah, right? <laughs> it was he. He brought them both up to me, but this one was like a follow up. I don't know, bro. What about, what about Fear Street Part Four? <laughs> huh? Fear Street Part Four is coming out. Anyone yeah. watch that? Uh, to be honest, they should have Harry Potter like the ending, just split it into two and just uh, <laughs> that's too much. Yeah, just that's like make hard. make just the make it. it an hour and an hour. Nah, they should have fucking uh, Chronicles of Narnia that shit. Yeah. <laughs> just stop making them, you know. <laughs> just stop okay. making them. Shit. <laughs> you might say something, you just stop. Yeah, stop. Um, so we watched the Nightingale. Um, Fuck you, get. Kick it I don't know. If something if something else pops up, we'll watch it. I'll, I'll probably check out. A few episodes of Kidding. Uh, like I said, Wellington Paranormal's lit. Check that out. Yeah, watch the watch the latest trailer for Dune. Looks Dune, fucking okay. dope. There was stacks, another trailer. Stacks, stacks, stacks. I haven't seen that one. I need a to Brady see trailer, that. trailer for Chainsaw Man. Okay. Chainsaw. Uh, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying right here? Chainsaw Man. It's a. Uh, do you say is it manga or manga? It's manga. That's what I'm. Man- it's a manga that me and Carrie had been on. They're about to make an anime, and <laughs> uh, when that shit, when that shit, like gets lit, when everyone's talking about it, you heard it here first on uh, on Couch Bro. You heard it here yeah. first. I already had people. I've been telling people about Vinland Saga. IDL hit me up the other day saying that shit was lit. I've been telling people about this shit. Vinland Saga. Yeah, did you tell me about that, or did I already know? Vinland. Yeah. You told me about that. We told me about oh, that. Oh shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Carrie, Carrie, some good shit. Oh. When it comes to like Fear Street, his credibility is a little. Eh. You know, he should Wait, be what? here roasting it. With, he should be here roasting it with me. I don't know what's going on with him lately. Yo, yo, it but was, it was that great. Lot. I'm not gonna uh, shit on it completely bro. though. You guys should be treating was, the shit you treated that Angelina Jolie movie. Well, that was an asshole. That one was like It was asshole. You already say you you get your whole spiel and you state all the ass points already. Like, what am I supposed to do? Just like fiddle around for the remnants? Like, be like, hell yeah, I'm gonna give this shit a rib beanbag chair too. No, like I gave my honest opinion. I know it was bad, but not bad enough to be like. Maybe because like when eventually we do the podcast divorce, I get you. So that's all that matters. 
Oh my god, the podcast is worst. <laughs> nah, usually the, the joke was in the beginning that Carrie is using the most the harsher one. Like this man was roasting Loki, all the Marvel shit. Like he had yeah. that. And look how Loki turned out. Look how Loki turned out. <laughs> it's still good. It Loki is rose. still solid. It rose. Rose. Just episode six in, on isolation. Episode right. episode six killed the show for you? No, I fucking love you, Loki. Exactly. Loki is the best. He loves episode six, like the finale, the epitome of the show. What the? But it's not a finale. It's a setup for season two. Yeah, it's just uh, do do it like episode six. Like you can set up for the next season with like a cliffhanger that's way better than that. Yo, set it for these nuts, bro. How about that? Yeah, bro. Like I mean, even Fear Street might have had better cliffhangers. I'm gonna be a YouTube Like if you can do better, go ahead and make your own movie. Yo, Gabe, 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 who had better it's better it, setup for the next parts? Fear Street or Loki? Because <laughs> uh, that's Loki? how bad episode six nah, is. Loki had enough. Loki had enough development that I wanted to see more, no matter what. Episode six graded on its own. Episode six still had a cool setup because it had like a whole plan of the apes. What do we? What you know? And I also know that this is like a future installment for like Spider Man and Doctor Strange. Yo, and biggest like, biggest cliffhanger in movie TV history. Will Owen Wilson get his fucking jet ski? Like that, that needs to be answered. Yeah. How are you not like teaming to see the next episode with that shit? Bro? <laughs> yeah, yeah. like Owen Wilson needs to come through like a portal with like the two jet skis going through some people's bodies. No, with the, with the Wonder Woman <laughs> thing <laughs> coming in the background. No, 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 no. Fucking Vince Vaughn spearing people. Yeah, shit, bro. <laughs> That's the real uh, Avengers three. Bro, like, but real quick, back to your your Fear Street one though. The Fear Street setup was like just a quick zoom in on a book. And then someone just grabs it and like oh, runs yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. It's like okay, what the fuck? Yeah, what kind of, okay, what kind of police force leaves evidence yeah. laying what around? What about kids? What about those kids? Do they after they do what they do? They just walk away from the evil shit? book. Go, no, no, but like um, part, part one, and part two, part one, part two ends. Because if it's if it's uh, Fear Street's completed and Loki's not completed, I'm grading it off of like maybe a part one or part two ending leading into the Fear like, Street part is two completed. Part yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like those ends versus like not the actual ending of Fear Street Part Three. Mm. Anyway, that was our (laughs) (laughs) that was our episode of Couch Boom. Uh, Appreciate you guys listening. We're on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts. We are there. Uh, We will talk to you guys next time. Bye.